it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, if I figure out which microphone he's going to use, is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. How you doing, Reavers? Well, I, I thought I had you set up because we, we were having a, a mic connection issue with what the one that Joe Microphone normally... Microphone connection issue, yes. Not a mic Not, issue. Yes. Right, exactly. Right. So anyway, but now we got her figured out. We're ready to go. I can always tell where Joe is in the studio because Joe <laughs> lowers the adjustable chairs to that where his, I mean, his neck must be at the height he, of the... He, for whatever reason, loves to sit very low Why? to the ground. I, I have never... I just huh. don't... It's one of those things... You don't even want I don't to know. Know. I just don't you ask. Because what if he had a real answer, and then you'd be just like, Ugh, I can't look at him the you're same me- way. You're messed up. Yeah, yeah, you're really messed yeah, up. What's wrong? What happened to you as a child? So we have so much to get to so on this much. particular episode, but I want to start with our beloved purple and gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's a reason I want to bring this up. Did you see, we'll get to the debacle of the game itself. Did you see the opening to the Monday Night Football game that aired on ABC? Uh, remind me what with what former it was. Governor Jesse Ventura. No, I did not. You didn't see no, it. No, no, and I watched the entire thing. But I was watching the other game. I was watching the Bills game. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um so anyway, they had recorded an opening okay. with former governor. And uh I don't I don't think we talked about this on GL. I think we just talked about it off the off quote unquote off the air. Mm-hmm. But Rook had called him because Rook, Rook is the one that let me know, and I actually rewound the video feed to go, to go back it. to the beginning to see it. And that's when I saw it. Now I've seen it online as well. But in any event, um, Rookie called Jesse during the game, said, hey, that's that's pretty cool that you did that. And then Jesse said, well, they came and I had to record two of them because in case they did it before the season started, okay. in case the Vikings had either won the game or lost the game. Oh, right? That, there was okay. a different opening. Sure, sure. And then... And then he said, once they beat Green Bay, I knew which one they were going to use. It's pretty good. His powers of deduction are amazing. Yes, they they really are. But but it was it was good. It was it was I thought it was it was the body. I mean, come on. He's the hype man. Let's go. It's kind of cool. I I am not talking about the game, but I was so annoyed that during our game, they kept the other Monday night game score in the upper left hand corner. I was like, I'm not watching the other game. I don't care that it's on ESPN. Why did that bother you? Because I don't want to see the score of the other game prominently placed in the upper left-hand corner of the screen. Okay. 
Get that crap off there. Okay. I want to see a lineman standing there or whatever that is. <laughs> like, why do that? I, and then, like, I'm watching the Gophers. I'm a big Gophers fan, right? Yep. Want to watch the Gophers game. But there's some Colorado versus somebody game that's going into overtime, taking away from the TV rights to my Gophers game. So I finally go over to the Gophers game. It's 14 nothing Gophers with eight minutes left in the first quarter. I'm like, yeah. well, I had to watch this. Although it was, it was, a, it was the Syracuse game. Where Syracuse was came back and Purdue. beat, yeah, and they came back and beat Purdue. Yep, actually, it was a really great game to watch. It, like the end was a really great game, like six lead changes in just a half a quarter. I thought or something. Purdue won. I thought Syracuse won. Oh, whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, I see that was the thing. I think okay. Syracuse beat a Big Ten team, and it's only happened. Happen. Like, look this up. But it was a great game. But I missed eight minutes of my glorious Gophers <laughs> tromping on whoever they played because I didn't even pay attention at that point because uh, I missed it. Uh, Purdue versus Syracuse football. No, I don't want tickets. Um, do, 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 do. That's Girl from Ipanema. Can I uh, hum Girl from Ipanema? I don't think you can. Really? Can I even why, say Why are they not giving me the damn score of the game? Oh, for can I do this? Alone. Who won the Syracuse-Purdue football game? Are you using Siri? Is that what you're using? Well, we're off to a flying start yeah, already here Syracuse on the show. Syracuse won 32-29. Okay, so you were correct. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, and, they're, and they're 3-0 and with a Big Ten win. That's a big deal. So I was watching the game last night. The Minnesota Vikings game. And I'm at the point in my fandom where I don't really get... Angry's not the right word because I'm kind of past that. Mm-hmm. But I am starting to get reinvested in sports now yeah. because of my kids. Okay. You know, so my, my son is playing tackle football for the very first time this year. And it's mm-hmm. been fun because I'm I, I'm using this term very loosely. I'm an assistant coach sure. on the team. Basically, I'm a dad that listens to what the head coach says, and I just repeat whatever he says. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's it, we, it's a great setup. So it's kind of fun to be able to go through the game now with him, seeing it with fresh fresh eyes. And it's almost like when my wife and I started dating and she didn't know anything about football and mm-hmm. I'd have to explain it to her, like what sure. was going on. I mean, she she was an athlete, but yeah. she just didn't get you like, the attention, inner workings of the game and whatnot. So it's it's been kind of fun. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I'm watching the game last night and it's as if I wanted to tell the entire Viking territory or whatever we call it, mm-hmm. Viking land, I told you so. Yeah. Well, duh. Th- this is who he is. This quarterback is going to get you to a certain spot and quit being upset when that happens. This is just who he is. So stop. I guess the other part of it is I hate the way we watch and analyze sports in 2022 from a fan's perspective. Mm -hmm. We see a stat line and we assume, oh, man, he had a great game. Yeah. No. He put up great numbers. Mm-hmm. He sucked yeah. in the game. Yeah. And I and I, I had said this last week. The Vikings played a very good game as a team against Green Bay to mm-hmm. open the season. Kirk had a very good game as a quarterback, yep. but he still missed a ton of plays, if yeah. you want my personal opinion. I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins fan. I think he's an average to above average starting quarterback in the league. Sure. And, and, and it seems like a nice guy. Sure. Right? However, if... It isn't evident to every other Viking fan out there. When it's third and 10 and he throws a six-yard pass, Mm -hmm. that tells you everything you need to know Mm -hmm. about Kirk Cousins. Do you think he just doesn't want to throw that potential interception? I think Kirk Cousins has a mindset when he goes into the game. Does he want to win a game? Absolutely. Would Would he rather win than lose? Absolutely. However... If a play is going to benefit Kirk Cousins in the long run, meaning he's going to have great stats at the end of the season, which is going to get him another guaranteed contract, yeah. 
That's what Kirk Cousins' modus operandi is. I think Minnesota fans have a genetic disability, and it might be something from the cold, like something genetically, because every year we say things like, this could be it. And then they did something deplorable, the Vikings did. They went out and walloped Green Bay. Yep. And then the world, I, w- I was listening to PA, he's that famous announcer for the Vikings, right, yep. on a different radio station, and he was said, I've never been more sure of the skill sets of the Minnesota Vikings today going into Monday Night Football game, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as he said that, I thought, well, Vikings aren't going to win, right? But my little, my little genetic malformity that I have says, but if we do, we could probably be a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> and it's never, ever ever going to happen for us. It's no. never going to happen it's for us. And happen. we're fools for even being excited for it. This goes back to my jersey thing. Like, right, what jersey would you want to wear? What team <sighs> member of the Minnesota Vikings were oh. you going to wear? How dumb would you have felt if you had a Kirk Cousins jersey on Speaking yesterday? Speaking of that, we got an email. Oh, darn it. Uh, I got an email about that very topic that I was going to bring up with you, knowing that we were most likely going to be... Uh, okay, yeah, here it is. This is from Paul. Actually, we got a couple of emails, um, one that ripped you to shreds. Oh, awesome. So welcome to the club. Nice. Uh, and the other one, yes, Just because the person who ripped me, because I didn't want to wear a, a, shirt, a jersey with a, you got to read that one. Okay, here we go. Okay. This one's from Paul. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, hold subject... on, hold on. My phone rang. Sorry. So I turned okay. it on so we could hear the score from oh, Okay, sorry. No, no worries. Okay. Um, subject line, wearing a jersey. This is from Paul. Mm-hmm. Hey, Reavers, uh, love the show with you and Mike. The Zolgadian rule, meaning Judd Zolgad. Zul- okay. The, the Zolgadian rule is that you can't wear a jersey of a person younger than you. That oh, makes sense. That does make sense. I like that. Which I, means I, like that. I could wear a Tom Brady jersey. Yeah, you could barely just wear a Tom Brady jersey. Barely, yes. yes. By about, yeah. I think it's six or seven months. That one makes so much sense. Actually, that's a really, really that's good idea. That's a great rule. Right? That's a great rule. You're, you're, you're honoring your elders. They're normally out of the league by this point, especially your age or my age. So I could wear a Judd jersey. I could wear a Joe jersey. Mm-hmm. I could wear a Kenny jersey. Yeah, you could. I'm just starting to make you fun could. of all the guys yeah, that I work yeah. with that are older than me. Not by too much. Uh, well, and the, the the reason why I like this jersey, because I was mentioning I would wear a Tom Kelly jersey, because yeah. Tom Kelly's my guy. Like, I love Tom Kelly. That makes sense. When he would come on the show with Royce, I could, I could listen to Tom Kelly read the phone book. That's really? how interesting I find okay. him, because he's just a baseball encyclopedia, yeah. and I, I love that about him. Sport you care about. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to say something. I was going to make fun of Judd for some reason, and I forgot what I was going to make fun of him about. It doesn't matter. It so, okay, fantastic. that's a good rule. That's okay. a good rule. I like that rule. That's that's the rule I'm going to go with from now on. I hadn't heard that before, and that makes a ton of sense. You know, when I was saying little kids could wear, like, professional players, but when you're 20, you can't wear a jersey that a guy's 19. You might as well give him your girlfriend. Um, yeah. <laughs> This one's from Jay. Okay, this guy's a little mad at me. Listen to the weekly scramble discussion on wearing a player's name on a jersey, and as a guy in his 50s who wears them, I've got to defend myself a little. Michael. Mm-hmm. It's not the player, uh, it's not that the player owns me right on. It's not, it's a way to participate with the club and sort of also signal a per, my personal view of the game. You're saying, I like the way that player X plays or played the game. I won't wear an active player's jersey. I only wear the name of a player who played the game with honor and retired with honor, and as stated above, whose approach to the game meant something to me personally. So I and I agree with him on that. All right, well so done, sir. Other people who see me with that on, it's it's not a collar; it's a brand. Uh, I'm a lifelong fan of the Detroit Tigers, but I've lived here for 20 years. I'm a Tigers fan first and foremost, but we'll root for the Twins when they're playing against anyone else. 
and the Tigers are not in contention, a common occurrence in the last 10 years, but go Tigers anyway. Uh, I have the following jersey, Lance Parrish, Lou Whitaker, Al Kaline, Kent Herbeck, Harmon Killebrew, and Rod Carew. They don't owe me, and I think that they could change my life by noticing me, but when I wear the jerseys, I'm basically telling everybody, I like ba- uh, I like baseball like this. Okay, that makes me feel... I like that. Uh, you know, a man can change his mind, right? I, so I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and change my mind. I think the Zolgad rule makes a lot of sense. Yes. If the player is older than you, retired, that makes it... This gentleman, hey, I, I don't wear an active player's jersey because they can still be morons, right? But yes. now when they're retired, they normally chill out. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Uh, what was his name? Uh, that second one was from Jay. Jay, I totally agree with you. You've you've changed me for the better oh, today. look at that. I'm not going to apologize. We're changing. I'm, I'm still, I'm sure, four months from now when I've forgotten both of those things, I'm going to go right back to that. Why are you wearing a jersey of somebody? All right, so I have to play this because someone had sent it to me in response, knowing that I'm a baseball guy. Oh, you won't be able to hear it, though, unless you have headphones. I, I will. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so this was John Cruck talking about jersey numbers. Uh, you, you know who John Cruck is, right? Famous baseball player, now is a legendary broadcaster. Okay, he was on the David Letterman show telling a story because he's just one of the great characters in baseball, right? 29, and I know there's a story. You used to be, what was it, 28? Uh, which year? Well, you tell me how you got to be 29. Oh, I had number 28, and we made a trade for Mitch Williams. And I saw where Ricky Henderson gave a guy $25,000 yeah. for a number. Well, I, I got two cases of beer. Yeah. <laughs> so Mitch got number 28. Why did he want 29? He wanted 28. He wanted 28. I'm sorry. Because uh, his wife had a bunch of jewelry with number 28 on it. Oh, that's beautiful stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Big 28 earrings. A lovely touch. The the best part about it is now is is he got divorced. Now he wears number 99, and the two cases of beer are gone. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) It's a sad story. I love that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I got two cases. Yeah, it's a sad story. And I remember his appearances on Letterman were always legendary. He's got a real nice, smooth tenor about him, doesn't he? Well, if you see him, he's just backwoods, trucker hat, mullet going, you know. Now, he's cleaned it up a little bit since now he's a big-time baseball broadcaster. But back then, in the the early to mid-'90s, man... He was he was the mullet king. He was nice. Do you have a number that you always wore that you always pick? Uh, well, I mean, kind of. I guess I was twenty four as a player, um, and now as a you mean cr- it's a collegiate baseball. No, player? I'm just saying, like growing up, even as a oh, you, you know, picked it all the way through. Well, okay. I, yeah, because yeah, you know, like Ken Griffey Jr. was my guy oh, growing okay. up, and then yeah. of course I'm thirty four. If if twenty four wasn't available, then I was thirty four because puck. Come on, Puckett. Okay, who's who, who's it, not yeah. a fan of Kirby Puckett? Yeah, sure, sure. But you know what? You know it's cool. Speaking of football, what's that? The uh, jersey, the the Jordan five and six year old uh, Hubman football team were mm-hmm. selecting their jerseys. Ooh. And William, uh, my son, picked out my number, and I went, "I'm scoring oh, here." Oh, that's us. In fact, I'm sweating from my eyes. My wife even teared up. Really? She thought, "Oh my gosh, look at that!" I thought, yeah. "Don't! You're gonna make me cry. Don't! <laughs> don't! Don't do that." I mean, does now. he like it? Has he liked football so far? He loves it. Does he? Okay. And again, I, I've said this a couple of times. I'm shocked because my wife works in the neurology department mm. of a given yeah, profession. Yeah, like brain. Injuries. I was shocked she would let them play tackle football, and my youngest one. Who's only old enough to play flag football yeah. will have to come has to come watch his brother and he's just like he just, chomping he's at the bit. He's raring to go. Yeah. The, one of the coaches that's that's there with me saw. He goes, 
Leland's ready to go. He'd come out here right now without pads on and play tackle football yeah, with, with kids know. twice his age. Oh, that's fun, though. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's a lot of fun. And the, so your oldest son who hadn't had a lot of physical poundings, right? Yeah. How, does, is he taking it all right? He, you know, the first game was um was was rough. Yeah. But then I said, hey, that's part of the bit, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, the next game was way better. You okay. know, because he was kind of he was anticipating the contact and sure, and it was it was a lot. It went a lot better. And okay, now so did you have <laughs> disappointment? Game disappointment? Did they did they pull a Vikings Monday night or did they pull a Vikings Sunday game? I mean, did they uh, win the or did they lose? First game was was tough. Okay. Uh, Waconia took it to us, but oh, we played Waconia. Norwood. We we played Norwood on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We handled, and they're a bunch of young Americans. You think they'd be good? <laughs> right. We had. <laughs> We handled business. Is we, Norwood we, still called Norwood Young America? Well, it's the combination of the two. Okay, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, there's two separate, two oh, separate cities. See, I don't make it out there very I often. I know, you, you really don't. Oh, and you took it to them? We did. Did we any? Did you, did, was there a completed pass? Do you think people care about my kid's football game? Do you think they cared about anything else we talked about? <laughs> No, I mean, did they? I'm did trying you to think. Yes, we did. We did complete a pass. Really? William had a handoff to end the game. Okay. Uh, oh, so he played quarterback. Well, no, he played uh, tailback. Okay, so he was handed the ball. Yeah, okay, he was yeah. sorry. He was handed the sure. handed the ball. Okay. Uh, at the end of the game. So that's great. Did he yeah. get some yards? A uh, couple. I can't okay. Remember. Aren't you keeping his stats? Not really. What? No. I'm just trying to make him keep him upright, keep him moving in the right direction. That's basically my job. My uh, daughter had a dreaded Catholic girls' school volleyball game yesterday. Yep. And there was a lot of like, whoever could make the serve won, because it was just you hit the ball onto the other side of the net, you got a point. Nice. If you can't do that, it's really hard to get points. Yes. So they're a little young, and a lot of people just obviously their kids are just starting volleyball, right? They don't, mm-hmm. they're not doing it for years. So it was, uh, it was really sweet. But it is at some point in time you just want to scream, get the ball over the net, <laughs> and, and you know you don't want to win. Mentally, you don't want it to be about winning, but all I want my kid to do is win. Right? Yes. All, and my and I find myself being that dad where I'm standing up at one point in time, and I was at we had another volleyball game on on, uh, on Sunday, yep. and um, this team walked by us, and they had this stud sixth grader. I mean, this girl was a complete stud, and as she walked by, I said, "Hey, really nice game, right?" And my daughters looked at me like. What are you doing? Mm. How dare you talk to some random kid? And there's like 400 kids at this place, right? Sure, sure. And I said, well, she had an incredible game. And they're like, do you think she wants to hear from you that she had a great game? And I'm like, well, I, I wasn't trying to be a creep show. I was just saying, I just noticed nice this kid is like off the charts skilled, right? I do that all the time. That's You're not supposed to do that? Well, I think it might have been this dynamic of me as an adult man talking to a six great girl oh right and although okay. i don't know why because my kids don't put that together they don't sure. think of that they just thought what a creep show dad or is and it because your dad you shouldn't you should just sit I over should just the be corner quiet. and be quiet yeah because oh, every okay. once in a while i'll stand up when there's a great play and they just you can see them look at me square in the eye like you are an sit embarrassment down. <laughs> yes sit down <laughs> you, right you could now. not be more embarrassing to me i what, oh, oh, go ahead. No, no 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 go ahead i was just gonna say um i wanted to bring this up and I don't know if you're going to be offended that I thought of you right away when I saw this. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, it, it, because th- we've known each other for a while yes, now. Yes, we have. This is just something that I know you would 100% do. Oh, okay, good. Okay. This, uh, this is great. Because And I love the story, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So um, this surfaced, I believe it was about a week ago. So you're, we're all familiar with... The Colonel Sanders logo, the the image of Colonel Sanders, KFC's 100%, famous, yeah. uh, not spokesperson, but uh, founder, creator, the founder. Yeah. Thank you. 
So the KFC Twitter account, mm-hmm. okay, Kentucky Fried Chicken, yep. the KFC Twitter account only follows 11 people. Okay. All right. The five Spice Girls. Because 11 herbs and spices. And yeah. six guys named Herb. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. This is because of their secret blend of 11 herbs and spices. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. The first person to notice and point this out was sent a painting of himself holding a drumstick while riding piggyback on the colonel. Oh, it's a portrait. And I thought, oh my God, this is a Mike would have figured this out right away. Instantaneously figured it out. B, you would have loved this portrait and put it in your man cave or the garage or whatever. Right over my uh, fireplace. Absolutely. I might just have one painted just because I think that would be really cool. I think that would actually be kind of special. But what I saw, I go, oh my god, I got to bring this up with Mike next week because I think I saw it towards the end of last doesn't, week. Doesn't don't isn't one of our good friends, uh, Mr. Joe Sutre, Doesn't he follow just one person on Twitter? Yeah, rookie, rookie. And of all, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead. There's a reason why he must hate Twitter. <laughs> because if all he's getting is rookies, rookies crap, updates. if he's just getting rookies updates, he's like, huh. What a moronic thing. Not calling Rookie a moron because the guy's lovable, lovable We all love guy. Rookie, yeah. But, I mean, is he tweeting? I don't know. Do I follow him? I think I do. I probably, yeah. probably. Does he tweet anything worth substance? Well, you're making the mistake of thinking that Joe actually goes on. To, and he, would actually he, look, he w- yeah. The only time he goes on is to put something out there okay. in, in, into the ether. But he's not following along for updates on the Vikings game or any, anything like that. Does he do a lot of tweeting? He used to do more. He's been, it's been sparse lately. I know because he hated it. Yeah. He hated the concept. And I've come to the realization that the only person that cares about tweeting are sports people, celebrities, and media. News. Yeah, that's and, it. And, yeah, exactly. No, no yes. one else is tweeting anything of substance. And I just don't, I, that's why I can't quite get into it. Right. Yeah. Although I love your tweets where you just show yourself having a beer at a random baseball park like pretty much all the time. Right, right, right exactly. I stopped posting anything on social media. Why? I just... That seems... you're. I just find you as someone that should be all over social media. Well, I'm media. like an open book. I don't care. I'll tell people what I'm doing. Yeah. But I don't want to sound... Well, first of all, I don't do a lot. But if I do something, I don't want to sound braggadocious, right? That's true. So it's like, is it better to just not have anybody know... What I'm doing, like, ah, uh, secret it just, life of Mike Fred alone. Yeah, I mean, like my life. You know what's what's cool is if I don't let them know, then they might think it's really special. Oh, but if I let them know, keep them they guessing. realize that I had like a uh, some salsa stain on my shirt for about three hours yesterday till I noticed, and I sat up and I was like, <laughs> oh gosh, I got salsa. Speaking of Twitter, oh, oh good, that's another topic I wanted to bring up because um, your governor. Tim Walls, mm-hmm. uh, a few who's been very active lately. Uh, there must be an election coming up I or think something. So, yeah. um, he's been very active recently, pointing out some of the great things that are going on in the state oh, of Minnesota. Let's let's the list has to be long, including at eight twenty three this morning. And I saved this just for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I am. Governor Walls issued this at eight twenty three this morning. <clears throat> Our state is one of the ten best states to start a business in. Whether it's providing financial relief to weather hard times or replenishing the UI trust fund to prevent tax increases, we're focused on supporting small business to build a stronger economy for all Minnesota. Wow. Right? That almost should be illegal for him to say. Doesn't it seem like that? I mean, they're just... It's, you, you couldn't get more in the way of businesses. And, you know, I, I don't know him at all. Do you know him? No. Like, I'm very careful to say bad things about anybody politically because i think some people have like honest 
to goodness, they're trying to do their best. And maybe their maybe their plan is better. I don't know. I haven't vetted them all out. But sometimes when they say something like that, you're like, are you are you kidding? Are you kidding? Is that what you're trying to do? Right? Is that what you're really worried about? The biz- I don't know. But that being said, Minnesota is a strong business state. I mean, they have a lot of you know strong businesses here. I mean, they keep walking away slowly, right? We're right. losing all of our billionaires because they don't like paying that 9.8% state tax. Right? I don't know. Um, seems seems kind of crazy. I uh, I just I love I love that. I knew I was going to get that from. I mean, you. when they when they were talking, and again, I don't like to get political, but they that um, I know you don't. The, the spokesperson for the the um, the president, right? Yes, Je, uh, Jean. What's uh, Karine Jean Pierre? Pierre, beautiful girl, sweet sure. girl, and she's been given the worst job in the world because when they say to her, they say, "Hey, um, when someone says the borders are open, you have to say, well, the borders are not open." And then when they say, well, you know, 1.2 million people just came in last year. And then you have to say, no, no, no the border is not open. That's, like, that's not true. How does that work? Yeah. How does that, but then does do 50% of the people, and maybe I'm in that 50%, no one knows, just think the borders are closed and they, hey, she said it. Well, and underneath this tweet, um, some the only reason I saw this, because I, I, I mean, I see stuff from him all mm-hmm. the time on social media, but I follow someone that posted a reply to this, okay. and that's the only reason. A rebuttal to his statement. From Forbes, which okay. you would think a publication like Forbes probably knows what they they're talking don't have, about. They don't care if Minnesota likes them or not, so they're going to be honest. Right. right. They actually had the full list okay. of business development. <laughs> we came in, let in me the guess. Year. Where do you think we came 44th. in? 44th. Damn. Am I right? 45. 45th, yep. Uh, Isn't but, that crazy to think? And then the neighboring states... All finished ahead. Oh, yeah. South Dakota's got to be way up there. Iowa came in at 38th. Wisconsin at 27th. North Dakota at 19th. And number two in the country South Dakota. is South Dakota. You know why that is. Why is that, Mike? Because they ran millions of dollars worth of ads on Garage Logic <laughs> to start a business. Why. And that's still my favorite ad. Do they still run ads today? I don't think they are currently. Because no. they're in between paying us, I'm going to go ahead and uh, quote what, what Royce said that one time. What's that? But you got to live in South Dam Dakota. <laughs> you know, I will say this, because I, I guess I'm a bit biased given the fact that my wife went to high school in yeah, South Dakota. It's not a bad state. I love that yep, state. Yep. I really do. And I mean, again, I, What's I know the difference? everyone has my, it knows my uh, affinity for Governor Christy Nome. Yeah. Um, I love that state too. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they, we have a river. You know, we have a river and some up north. They don't have that, right? They have That's true. they have uh, a North Dakota, right? And North Dakota is nice too. So yeah, I'm not going to move to South Dakota anytime soon. But boy, no uh, no uh, personal income tax, kind of cool, huh? Yeah. State income tax. That, yeah. That's pretty. Although you can do that in Florida too, and some other states, Vegas. I just uh, um, I saw that and I just thought I should bring that up with uh, with my guy. Yeah, Michael. I just I don't know what I don't know if he really believes that. If Governor Wall, of course just, not. I don't know. Of course, he, he not. very well may. Because you got to remember, he's in a. His world is just telling him positive things. For example, I suppose Joe, he, you invited him. Rookie invited him to come out out for the yeah. state fair, right? Mm-hmm. Joe would be nothing but a gentleman to him. He had Governor Dayton on every year at the fair, they got along and they great. couldn't be politically opposite of each other any more than they are. The best part is when I'd hear Governor Dayton, I'd say. The exact, my exact wow, he seems like a good guy. Yeah. Right? We differ in a lot of things, but he seems like a good guy. I can I can respect and like him. I think Governor Walls might seem like a good guy too. I don't know him, right? He might mm-hmm. just seem like a good good guy. But to not go on a show like Joe's makes me think he's just in all he's hearing is his his 
center. That's all he's hearing is the, his group. The strategy developed, and I don't know, years ago, and is just run and hide from the truth, mm-hmm. debate when when forced to, and hopefully in a state like this, you're just going to get elected because yeah, that's just, just because, what we do here, yeah, right? Yeah. So, anyway. I did uh, spend a little time with Matt Burke the other day. Oh, and I, I he had a pair of shorts on. And he has a football tattoo on his leg with the old H in there, just a Harvard tattoo, mm. right? I thought, well, that's pretty cool. But then I was like, where, where is your Vikings tattoo? But then I forgot that he won a Super Bowl with a different team, right? With Baltimore. So do you think he even cares? Like, he doesn't have a, I didn't see I a, I didn't see a so. prominent Viking tattoo on him. But I think when it's a school, like you, you attended that school, yeah. you didn't attend any other school. That's true. And it when was you're a professional, Harvard. When you're a professional, that's a job. I have a question for you. All right. Why do some players like Aaron Rodgers, when they say, you know, the uh, University of Miami or whatever they say, mm-hmm. and he says Butte Community College or something, and he went to, didn't he go to USC or where? He was where, a Cal. Cal Tech, yeah, Cal yeah. Berkeley. Yes. Cal Berkeley. Yes. So He's very do, smart, just ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he might be, right? Yeah, That's a good school. Is, yeah. Why does he say some random, is I know that, no, I think, well, in some cases it might be. I forget who told or where I heard this. But I think some of the times guys do it because maybe their brother coaches the team at X school or oh, okay. or they're doing it to pay tribute to I know cuz a lot of guys that make their way to the NFL didn't necessarily travel the went to high school, four-year school, mm. NFL. I had to go to a community college okay. in order to get my grades in order or or whatever the case sure. might be. Every guy's path is or you know every every person's path is different to get wherever they got. But if he genuinely didn't go to Butte Community College, I think that's what he said. He's probably just being a smarmy ass. Then if he's you just want lying. Money. Yeah. And I think they'd say, "Hey, he'd make uh, a good politician." Well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> but do you think they'd say, "Hey, let, let's not," because people are going to say, "No, no, he went to Butte." And it's like, no. Well, no, he my went favorite to one ever. I think I've told this before, but the the Vikings were playing on a because it started i think with sunday night either sunday night or monday night football i forget mm-hmm. i forget where it started or the origination of it but this was when the vikings still had moss and carter and i think they might have been playing the packers on a monday night game and they were doing the player intros and and randy moss comes on who's very charismatic mm-hmm. and very sharp and he just says randy moss wide receiver the university of randy and he just <laughs> smiled i thought that is awesome. There you go, Although right? you know he could do very wrong in my book because I love Randy Boss. But yeah, anyway, I just thought that was funny. Did you have his jersey? Oh my god, he did. I do. But he's older than you. He's, he is. Okay, good. he is technically say, older than you me. You could do. You could still do that. Not yeah. when he was a current player. Not when he was a player. Right. You couldn't wear it then. But after he retired, that is kind of a good rule because after they retire, jersey prices go way down too. Yeah. So hmm. Nah. See, there's my uh, frugal side. I will in too. say this. Um, I do have it somewhere. I, I don't I, I I'll have to dig it up but I'll text it to you or maybe I'll tweet it out on social okay. media. When I went to the Bills Jaguars playoff game, this was the first playoff game the Bills had been in since nineteen ninety nine. So they had a long they had a long spell. This was twenty oh, it's twenty the season of twenty seventeen, I think it was January of twenty eighteen. All right. We're down in Jacksonville and I was with a group of people and there was a guy who was wearing an O.J. Simpson jersey, because mm. O.J., of course, played sure. Hall of Fame player for the Buffalo Bills. What he didn't realize is where we were sitting, We were. It, it's not a sweep, but it was one of those um, club areas where sure, you're kind of sectioned off, off yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right next to us was the same setup 
with OJ Simpson in it. I literally watched the the game next to OJ. Really? In, in the in the well, I didn't be, not that we were talking to each other, but he was in the next little careened sure, off area sure. next to our group. He couldn't like he couldn't stab you from there. And so I took this guy's picture of him wearing the OJ jersey mm. with OJ behind him. That's kind of cool. And also very terrifying. Yeah, I mean, t- well, you're not going to kill me for doing you're this, not right? Terrified of OJ Simpson? No, but you just you know it's like dude killed a couple yeah, people. Yeah, you know, I mean, just allegedly, full on, like full on allegedly. <laughs> but I have them. it somewhere. Like a hard way too, not like a gunshot from 50 meters. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can f- find that photo. Maybe I'll put it on social media. So is that one of your favorite? Um, memorabilia pieces that you own? Not really. Okay, just no, checking. I was no. gonna say. I yeah, yeah I love it, it so much top. that I don't even know if I can find it on yeah, my phone. Well, maybe that's maybe that's best. Maybe uh, it's best you don't. I didn't really know if. In fact, I, I'm not interested in the. In the Did next you want to story. give me an update on what's going on with GL? Because I, I missed all of this week's GL. Was there I, anything super great that I need to go back to? Um, we did food. We do today. We did food fraud. They finally uh, arrested the people with the food fraud scandal. Did they? Forty-seven people have wow, been apprehended. 40, that t- Took a long time, you know. When you're when you lose, uh, what was it, a hundred and some million dollars or two hundred and forty, two hundred and forty million dollars. And you kind of just have to look at the guy who says he's making thirty nine thousand bucks a year and has a, a four hundred thousand dollar Bentley and say, hey, maybe you're the one who stole the two hundred forty million. But but she said, well, no, I, I can trust all these people. Yeah. No, I mean, no, you're, well, you're part of the problem. Yeah, this is yeah. the issue. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we did we discovered okay, we discussed so that. Okay. So you didn't let that today. story die. No. What was there anything else big? Not How really. How was Monday Night Sports Talk? Well, uh, we began. Began yesterday's episode with Pat talking about the difference between going up steps and down steps at his given age. It's a little harder going down, right? To the point where we were a few minutes in, and Joe asked me, "Are, are we re- are we recording this right now?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, we, yeah. we 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 started the show, and then I had to basically Joe was unsure if this was still a topic." Uh, on Monday night's sports yeah. talk, but I, that's the beauty of the show. I I get it. I get where he's going. Royce is considerably older than I am, right? Because right? I'm fifty. He's he, there's nobody he could wear a jersey of. No, he's there's no yeah. No. There's very no few current people, player right? he no could wear a jersey player. of. Yeah. But so what? What I did notice though the other day, I was jumping up onto some bleachers, and I used to be like like a nimble cat, <laughs> right? And now like I jump up and I think I'm going to fall over. I'm like, wow, what happened? Where where did my balance go? You might still have it because maybe at your, I was still doing handstands, for example, when I was your age. Yeah. Like I would still do a handstand. Now I think, huh, I don't want to break my neck as, I, as my head smashes into the ground. I've really lost all of that kind of spatial sense of where I am. If someone dropped me from 10 feet, I would not land on my feet like a cat would, <laughs> right? Right. I don't know. Uh, We're going a long way. We today. are. Uh, so I did want to bring this up to you mm-hmm. um, because I was sent to this. Uh, thank you, Tom, for sending me uh, this email of a story of a woman um, that oh. she went shopping. And uh, she went to buy a rod and a reel for her grandson's birthday. And she doesn't know which one to get, so she just grabs one and goes over to the counter. And the associate is standing there wearing dark sunglasses indoors. And she said, excuse me, sir, can you tell me anything about this rod and reel? And the gentleman says, well, ma'am, I'm completely blind, but if you drop it on the counter, I can tell you everything from the sound that it makes and what you're going to need to know about this rod and reel. She doesn't believe him, but she drops it on the counter anyway. He says, ah, yes, that's a six-foot Shakespeare graphite rod with a Zebco 404 reel and 10-pound test line. It's a good all-around combination, and it's actually on sale this week for only 20 bucks." She said, well, that's amazing. You can tell all that just by the sound of it dropping on the counter? She says, I'll, t- I'll take it. As she opens her purse, her credit card drops on the floor. He says, ah, that sounds like a MasterCard, he says. She bends down to pick it up and accidentally farts. Hmm. 
at first she's really embarrassed, but then realizes, well, there's no way that the blind clerk is going to, uh, could tell that it was her. Uh, so the man rings up the sale and says, that'll be $34 and 50 cents. And she's confused and says, well, wait, didn't you tell me that the rod and reel was on sale for $20? How, how did you get to thirty-four fifty? He said, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, the rod and reel is $20. However, the duck call is 11 and the bear repellent is three fifty. <laughs> She, uh, well, that wasn't bad. That was one I've never heard of. Yeah, she paid the bill. That was good. I, that was a very, a very, yeah, she You know, I've been it. accused uh, from time to time of being a bit sophomoric on the Garage Logic <laughs> that was podcast. Good, though. It tends to happen a lot more when, when rookies on the show, <laughs> and I tend to play along with him and see the bear I, repellent. I like that guy. That was yeah, good, thank right? You, the thank duck you. Well, don't thank me. Uh, thank Tom, Tom for, that was for good. alerting I, us to this story. I know that some of these have been retold. Yes. I have not heard that one before. Well, I always like it when Joe starts something off as this, this true story, uh, mm. which I know, okay, he's full of you know what. You know uh, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Yeah, you so, know right off the bat. But anyway. it's, a, it's a brilliant, brilliant joke. I love that joke. I'm going to use that. I got you. I'm going to tell my kids that. <gasps> I cannot wait. See, that's the beauty. Should I of, record them? No, the beauty of having 10 and 7-year-old boys, fart jokes are always oh, yeah. in play. Fart jokes are pretty funny. To the point where my wife actually recorded a video. I bought her for her birthday. She It was either her birthday on, or anniversary. Okay. One of those uh, Bluetooth speaker deals. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't the... It's not the Siri one. It's a, It was a different one. I think it was... Is, does Amazon have their own brand? Yeah, Alexa. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I, I purchased one. For, it was either anniversary or whatever. I got it for a gift because in her office... You know, she likes to listen to various things. Sometimes sure. she listens to our show mm-hmm. um, in her office. Oh, like, well, no. this will be. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so I bought this for her. And in order to test it out, we had set it up in the living room. And so she went upstairs to go take a shower or whatever. And she came downstairs and filmed about a four-minute video of, of me and the boys saying, Hey, Alexa, play fart sounds again <laughs> for about 20 minutes straight. That was good. Yeah. That was worth it. Yeah. She says, it's nice that you're the same maturity level as your kids. Oh, it's 100% right? fantastic. Because then it's so much easier. Wait till they can have a beer with you. Just yeah. think of that. Just think of those days. I That's did not, bring up the fact off. when we started school, I did bring up the fact based on William's growth chart. I said, wow, this is going to be the last first day of school that he's going to be shorter than you. That did not go over well. Yeah, that that I paid the price for that yeah. one. That's yeah. how she's, you guys seem like a weepy couple. You're in that sweet... Maybe you're just not jaded enough. Maybe just Probably living not. out in the yeah, country. Probably Because I've been not. out in the country lately. I'm driving out yeah. kind of by you out there. Really? And it's pretty out there. And it seems like a nice life. Country roads take me home. To the place. <laughs> that I belong? There you no, go. wait. Is that the line? <laughs> I anyway. think it is. Okay. Uh, anyway, Michael, thank you, sir. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor. If you stuck through this entire episode, we'd appreciate you to rate and review the show on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition. That's Mike Fredoloni. I'm Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.